Welcome to the Here to Be podcast, a show that gives you full permission to be, to just be you. I'm your host, Megan, a trauma-informed breathwork facilitator and embodiment coach, empowering you to stop looking outside of yourself for the answers and to lead from your inner wisdom. We're going to get real, we're going to get raw, and probably a little woo-woo. I'm so glad you're here to come with. Hello, friend. Super quick before we dive into today's episode. <sighs> I was feeling a little hangry. I was I was kind of crashing and I was trying to record things and then I was just getting agitated and I just had to take a break. And I took a break and I had the best snack I think I've ever had. I am obsessed with granola, have been since I was little. I used to get granola from my aunt every year for Christmas, and it was my favorite gift that I got. I would be eating it out of the bag when everyone else was opening their presents. Still stands true to this day. And I recently found the plant protein granola on Saqqara's website. Oh, sweet Jesus. The matcha, mulberry, and pecan one, I ate a bag probably in two days. I was trying to pace myself a little bit so it could last longer. It just didn't. It was just too good. It was just too good. And I have found that having these little delightful treats and snacks and meals from Saqqara has just been such a lifesaver. When I was traveling in the last couple weeks or just kind of this in and out of this wild schedule that the holidays not even let's not even say not even the holiday season just honestly this wild schedule that this last month has been for me it's been so nice and so handy to have delicious nourishing goodies to take with me so if you are interested in getting your hands on some of this insane granola or any of their other wellness products go ahead and check the link in my bio there is a code that will save you 20 percent on anything on the site it's it's delish. You do not want to sleep on this. And you know, I do not come on here and talk about a lot of things. So, okay. Now that my blood sugar is stabilized, I'll go and record the rest of this episode. Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. I just, hmm. There's just something about this space and this community and this platform that I just love so deeply. I just love so deeply. It allows it allows you and I to connect in a way that we maybe don't get to or maybe wouldn't get to or maybe we've never even met. And there's just this formation and this sense of connectedness togetherness I don't know I don't know I feel it and I just feel it every single time that I come on here to record and so I thank you for creating that thank you for creating that in me and for everyone that listens we all get to I was sharing this with the uh, my pause group when we were talking about breath work the other day and everybody I I believe this maybe you do maybe you don't maybe it doesn't land but Everybody who listens to this leaves their imprint on it and puts their little energetic gift on this and it alchemizes this space in a different way. And we all share our medicine, our our energy, our fears, our tears, our laughter, our love, our joy, our light. All of this is your medicine and your gift to the world. And every time that you listen, you leave a little bit of that here and share that with me and share that even though we don't even know who else is listening, but you're sharing that with others. That's really cool. 
<laughs> it's really cool. I've been doing a lot of embodiment work the last week, two week, three weeks. And I'm just, I don't know, I'm just kind of talking in a different plane, maybe, who knows, but thanks for coming on the journey with me. And thank you also for your amazing, the amazing connections and messages that I received after last week's episode with Michelle, where we talked about heartbreak and heartache and grief and this process. And I've gotten some really beautiful heartfelt messages that just get getting a message to me i have i've found time and time again for my system that getting a message that says thank you for allowing me to be safe feel safe thank you for allowing me to feel heard and seen there's just no greater gift to my heart right now there's just no greater gift so thank you and and i hear you and i see you i hear you and i see you And with that being said, kind of leading into what I wanted to connect with you all on this week is this idea of being trauma-informed. And it's a word that I've used, a phrase that I've used multiple times through various episodes. We've had some incredible guests that have talked about working, connecting with others, being, sharing space, sharing your presence online, whatever that is, from a space of being trauma-informed. And I realized, I mean, you can probably put two and two together, but it goes a lot deeper. And there might be pieces of this that, as I explain, that you just feel, that you just feel like, let's, let's go back to my embodiment work. But there, sometimes there are words and there are phrases that you hear constantly or hear regularly or you hear once. And you're like, yeah, okay, cognitively that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, I get that. I get that. And then there are times when you listen or you read or you absorb and you just know it. It just lands. And there aren't really words to describe it other than I just feel those words in a different way than my brain cognitively tracking them. My spirit, my emotions, my energy, my nervous system gets it, gets it. And that's a lot of this space to me, to me, I'll I'll share the concept, but I'll also share my little weavings in, but to me, so much of that is what connecting with other people with a trauma-informed lens means. It means that there is a a sense of safety that you feel. You, You might not be able to express it or even know, but there's just a softening that occurs. And anybody who is you're working with or connecting with in whatever capacity, whether it's just someone you know, a friend, a colleague, a loved one, somebody that is a coach, a mentor, a therapist, whoever, but there is this the, there are ways that I create and that hopefully others in your life do that that makes it feel like a safe container for you. It's hearing somebody it's listening. It's leading with you giving consent. It's asking, how are you feeling? Is this too much, too soon, too fast? Are you having resistance? Okay. Let's not force something that feels tricky or sticky. 
Let's maybe touch on it and then reel it back in and resettle. Are there spaces that you're talking, is somebody talking to you and teaching you about, are there ways to resource yourself so you can create safety within self, which is needed first, and then you can begin to open up. And this is another space where words, the concept, yeah, it gets it. But when you are around somebody that makes you, allows you to feel safe, that's just a feeling. That's a feeling. And so if you're working with somebody or you're around somebody, you're sharing energy with somebody, and there's just something that feels off and it doesn't feel right, there's nothing wrong with you if you don't want to continue that relationship in that same way. Or you need a boundary or you need distance. There's nothing wrong with that. Intuitively, your body is letting you know right now, maybe not down the road, but right now, This doesn't really feel safe for me. Okay, I'm going to honor myself. I'm going to give myself permission to feel safe and trust and build that relationship with myself. I'm going to pull back a little bit. I'm going to explore why. I'm going to be lovingly aware of why. I'm not going to judge myself. But I'm just going to honor what's here and what's present. So having a container that is safe, that is you leading with your consent, in whatever capacity that looks and feels like for you. And then choice. You get a choice in everything. Talking about consent. When I am working with a one-on-one client or with a breather, or really truthfully anybody that I'm coaching, you're in charge. They're in charge. It's not me. It's not about me. It's not my decisions. It's not my choices. I will guide and lead but ultimately every decision every realization everything gets to come from who I am working with who I'm connecting with because you are your own medicine you know better than anybody else you know your body you know your emotions you know your situations you know your past present better than anybody else so don't ever let anybody tell you that you have to do it this way or you should do it this way. Ask them why. And if they can't give you a reason or their reasoning doesn't feel good for you coming back to safety, that's okay to say this doesn't feel like a good fit. And collaboration, kind of building on this. You're getting a choice and then we get to co-create. If you've breathed with me before, you've heard me say these words. We get to co-create. I don't want to come with an intention or a purpose or an anything directing you on what you need. You get to drop that in and then I can maybe pull the lens back and we can look at a bigger view or a bigger picture of it. Thinking about somebody who is who you've co-created with in the past, how does that feel a little bit different versus somebody saying, this is how it's done, this is what we're going to do, this is what I'm placing on you, I'm placing my shit on you. No. No, you are in charge. It is your consent. It is your choice. And if it feels safe, you might begin to open some space for collaboration, for learning and growing together alongside of one another. And then trustworthiness. When I work with somebody, I let them know, this is what you will expect. This is how we communicate. 
This is, this is the availability. This is what's here for you. It's clarity. It's consistency. It's clear and loving boundaries back and forth. And starting to think about how you can implement some of those pieces with somebody or yourself that you're building trust with. When we're talking about being in this space of trauma-informed, maybe you're not working with anybody. Maybe you're not processing with anybody. Maybe you're just wanting to be a little bit more loving, safe, giving choice, giving consent, co-creating with yourself, letting your mind and your body co-create together. Letting that structured space create with an embodied space. Building trustworthiness. And that comes from saying saying and showing. If you're going to say, I feel safe in my body. I feel safe in this container. I'm honoring myself. What are little tiny ways that you can do that day in and day out? And we're not ever going to get it perfect. It's not going to be simple. It's not going to be easily accessible all the time. But it's, again, pulling back and having a space of loving awareness. Wow, I noticed that this happened. And I, cho- I noticed that I was hungry. We'll, we'll kind of be in this just really broad open space. I noticed that I was really hungry. But it wasn't my typical time to eat. Or I had just eaten an hour ago. But my body was really asking for fuel and asking for nourishment. And I chose to override that. It's this little tiny hint, hit to your body that says, Ooh, I'm not safe. I can't trust this. I've been, I'm telling you, I'm asking you very kindly and then louder and louder and louder that I need something. I need love. I need to be seen. I need to be heard. I need nourishment. And if you're not going to give that to me, I'm going to start to override those signals and I'm going to start to retreat because it doesn't feel safe in here. And the last piece is empowerment. When I'm talking about being, looking at if you're working with somebody, if you're around somebody, are they empowering you? You empowering you. I just get to be a guide. I just get to open up a container for you to do it. Gosh, how good does that feel? Versus this is what I've always done. This is how you do. Follow this plan. Do the X, Y, Z. Lean into this way. Read this book. Do, the, do what I say because I know better than you. If anybody tells you that they know better than you about you, F off. F off. No, run. Literally run the different, another direction. I don't care who that is in your life. I'm, I'm leaning heavily onto how I apply this as I'm working with others. But honestly, this being trauma-informed and coming from a space that is trauma-informed gets to weed into all the different aspects of your life. You can start to see little bits and hits of this and how this has impacted you and how it's shifted and changed your journey. And maybe this is brand new to you and you're starting to see or it's starting to open up your eyes to different places. I was thinking about this the other day. This story came to me and I was really debating if I wanted to share it or not or get into it or where I was with the space. And it came really heavily, uh, a really big hit and a really big download. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about this. And I just kind of like chucked it off and put it to the side. And later that day I was, uh, I was breathing and it came into me again. This story, this feeling, this sensation that happened to me. I was like, okay, I heard you. I heard you the first time. And the next day, it came to me again in meditation, and it was just a hit, and it was just a, a powerful space of when I get these feelings and when I get these sensations, they're the space of 
I can, I'm beginning to discern, yeah, okay, this is something for me. This is for, this is for Megan. What is this showing me? Where do I need to hear? What, what do I need? And then there are sometimes where this other layer where it doesn't really necessarily feel like it's coming to me or it's dropped in or it's mine, that it's somebody else's and that maybe somebody else needs to hear this and maybe it's going to land with somebody. And so this really quick, I'll, I'll do a real quick synopsis of this scenario that happened to me a couple years ago. And it happened to me in, a, in the time in my life where shit was dark, man. Shit was dark. And talk about not having safety in self, not trusting yourself, not feeling empowered at all, feeling in victim modality, just uh, wanting anybody or anything to fix me, to take it, to lift it, to be the cure, to be the fix, all, all of the things that we, we talk about often. And I was scrolling on social media and there was a coach that came up and it was more business framed. And I was interested. I loved what she was talking about. I liked her ethos. I loved what I was seeing. And there was a, an availability to schedule a free connection call. That great. I'll, I'll check it out. I'll see. I'm kind of at the space where I'm leaning into, oh, I, I know now I was desperately seeking anybody, but at the time I was, I was open to having a business coach and, and leaning into this space. And I got on the call and first of all, it was a call with somebody else that worked on her team, which is fine, but nobody told me that. Nobody told me that. So already I wasn't given consent that I was going to speak to somebody else that I, I wasn't aware of. So first little flag there. Again, now I see and understand this. Totally didn't at the time. Totally didn't at the time. And so, okay, somebody that I was not expecting is on the phone with me. That's fine. Great. We can still have this conversation. I know I understand how businesses run and there's teams and that's beautiful. And it from the go, there was pressure. From the go, there was pressure of you need to sign up. You need to do this many months. It needs to look like this. And this is how we're going to do it. What's your credit card? And I... God, I was really taken aback and it lit up everything in my body. And I just shared, you know, I just, I was exploring this space right now. I just, I just wanted to test the waters and see, to be honest with you, I don't know that this is a good fit. And to be more honest with you, I am in credit card debt up to my ears. I'm not making enough at my job to even pay my bills each month. So paying an absorbent amount of money for something that didn't necessarily feel good to me I needed a little time with that. And I, and I flat out told her that. I was very vulnerable and it took a lot for me to express that. Even though I wasn't feeling safe, I felt that it was very important for her to hear and to understand. And at the, in that same time, I was just beginning my journey with becoming a breathwork facilitator. And I shared that with her also. I said, I just, I made a large investment in myself recently for this facilitation program. And I don't know that I have the time capacity or resources to energetically hold both. And her words to me were, you realize that this is an excuse, right? You realize that this breathwork facilitation program is going to leave you dead-ended like all the other things that you've done. Why do you think that that is going to be any different than what I'm offering to you? You need to work with us. You're going to be stuck. And I started bawling. I started bawling. I was fragile to begin with. And then talk 
about not making someone feel safe, seen, given a choice, feeling trustworthiness, or feeling empowered at all, you're telling me that everything that I've done was a failure and that what I'm going to do is going to be the same way because I'm not doing exactly what you're telling me to do. I'm not paying you a lot of money to coach me. And I got off the phone and I just, I, I was, I was holding back tears and I, I was not in a great space. And I just said, I'm sorry, I need, I need some time. I need this conversation to be done. We ended the phone call and I sat with it afterwards for a while because I know that things that trigger that much emotion in me, I knew at that point in time there was truth behind that. And yes, I was scared. Yes, I was scared. And I beat myself up for a really long time after that. And I remember calling my mom and I remember crying and just being really upset and saying she's right and I know she's right and I'm scared and I'm in the cycle again and what do I do and and um we just it kind of fizzled out from there thank fucking god because now I realize that wasn't a safe container for me and guess what I take full ownership some of the things that she said absolutely could have been true I was coming from a space of fear but that doesn't mean that counteracting that space of fear was leaning into this bullshit that this random woman on the phone was telling me. And I think this is why this hit came to me recently was in this season right now, there's going to be a lot. Maybe this is like a protection. Maybe this is just me healing a past version of self or giving nourishment, nurturing to that Megan from two years ago who was really wounded and who was really hurting and was is still clearly upset. I'm still kind of getting sweaty and teary-eyed talking about this story. So there's some healing I get it to do. I'll take, I'll take that space. But right now there's going to be this heavy lean in on new year, new year, on coaching, on joining this program, on joining this gym, on working with this person, on reassessing your life, on transforming yourself into somebody bigger, better, different, whatever in 2022. That is fantastic if you want to do that. That is fantastic if that you are feeling called to that, if that feels good to you. But you don't have to fucking do anything. Anything. And please, please notice when somebody's words or phrases or intentions are coming from a place that doesn't feel good to you. And notice when somebody is talking to you in a way that is disempowering. Again, if somebody's telling you, you have to do it their way or you have to do it into this way, run the other fucking way as fast as possible. And do not for a second, please, I won't, I won't ask this of you. I will invite you. <laughs> Leaning with my trauma-informed lens. I catch myself. I will invite you to not disregard what you are feeling and to not allow somebody else's manipulative, bullshit, non-trauma-informed words, non-caring words, let's just go there, non-human words to make you feel less than. You do not need anybody to give you anything that makes you feel worthy or deserving. You are worthy and deserving of any and everything. If you are scared and if you are fearful, let that be there. That is okay. 
Maybe you need to feel that right now. Maybe you need to feel that. And if that woman on the phone would have said to me, hey, I get it. I, I was you too and I really struggled with that. What would, that. what would it feel like if you leaned into those sensations? Where is that fear coming from? Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to process it? Is there any information that I can give you that would help you to understand or help you to see in a different way? Or you know what? You're right. Maybe this isn't the best fit or the right time for you. Here's my number. Is it okay if I circle back with you next week and see how you're at? I I know that you're feeling a little agitated or you're feeling emotional on this call and I don't want to leave it that way. Can we touch base later? Not in a way that I'm going to push anything on you, but I just want to make sure that you're okay. And if she would have said words like that, and if she would have meant it, because there's a difference between saying the words and meaning the words, but if she would have said words like that to me, well, who knows? Who knows? I maybe would have paid her a lot of money. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not sure. But I do know for a fact that that situation happened to me for a reason. Because not long after that, then as I dove into pause breathwork and became facilitated on my own in a trauma-informed lens, I saw all of the red flags that were there. And I see them constantly, constantly online. And I will not tell you to not align with anybody or work with anybody. I don't care if they call themselves trauma-informed. I don't care. All I'm here to share and to tell you is that there is a different way. And most importantly, you are your number one. You know, and if your body doesn't feel it, trust that, trust that. And if anybody tries to take away that sensation from you or tries to place their shit on you, mm -mm, mm -mm. no, that is not everybody and that there are different ways and that you are worthy and deserving of exploring that and leaning into that. And that is the approach that I work with. That is the place that I work with with all my one-on-one clients, with anyone that I breathe, with anyone that I coach, it is from this space. It is from this space. Okay, that got a little bit longer than I wanted it to. Got a little bit tangent But I just, that message kept coming to me and I just think it's important for you to understand and to feel. I think it's important for you to say, oh, I feel this, I get it. Oh, understand why I'm drawn to this person's energy and maybe not somebody else's I get that I get that sending you so much light so much love always thank you so much for being here and for listening I cannot tell you enough how grateful I am for you and that you get to be on this journey with me and we're here together on this wild this wild ride If there's something in this episode that landed with you, share it on Instagram, share it with a friend, tag me in, and I wanna know, I wanna hear about it. I love in the ways that we get to connect. And if you feel called, you can head over and rate and review this podcast. It helps us to grow and share and have other like-minded souls join this community and rise together. Sending you light and love, always.